You are listening to Larry Connors, USA. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! This is Larry Connors, USA. Larry Connors, USA. But in the meantime, I'm signing this important executive order. I'm asking the Justice Department that much like they did in the civil rights era to do something, do everything in their power to protect these women seeking to invoke their rights. In states where clinics are still open, to protect them from intimidation, to protect the right of women to travel from state that prohibits seeking the medical attention that she needs to a state to provide that care. Protect the woman's right to the FDA-approved, Federal Drug Administration-approved medication that's been available for over 20 years. The executive order provides safeguards to access care. A patient comes into an emergency room in any state in the union. She's expressing and experiencing life-threatening miscarriage. But the doctor is going to be so concerned about being criminalized for treating her They delay treatment to call the hospital lawyer who is concerned the hospital would be penalized if the doctor provides a life-saving care. It's outrageous. I don't care what your position is. It's outrageous. And it's dangerous. It's outrageous, all right. That's President Biden talking about new executive order. Thank you for joining us again July 8, 2022. We are live streaming right now at rumble.com. Go to rumble.com, enter in the search engine. One word, Larry Connors USA. It'll take you to our Rumble page. You'll see previous postings, and you can push live and join us in studio. Those listening on the air right now, you can also go to LarryConnorsUSA.com later to pull up a podcast if you missed any program or you want to see the Rumble. Remember, you can subscribe to either. Cost you nothing. I got a note today from... <laughs> YouTube saying uh, uh, some more people are signing up to your YouTube channel. We've been canceled from YouTube, folks. Don't bother signing up there. Go to rumble.com, sign up. We'll send those to you direct, no charge. All right, so here's Joe Biden today issuing this executive order. And the question is, if you remember the other day when the Supreme Court ruling came down, he said, well, not anything I can do. I don't know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go talk to governors. We'll figure out something. And he started talking about maybe to codify Roe v. Wade, make it law, which has to go through Congress. But of course, to go do that, you got to have control of both houses of Congress. And that is why November 22nd is so, I mean November, the November elections are so important. And he makes a point of that later on. We'll get into that in more detail in the next hour. But he's also using a scare tactic. You just heard him say a patient comes into an emergency room in any state in the union experiencing a life-threatening miscarriage, but the doctor is going to be so concerned about being criminalized for treating her, they delay treatment to call the hospital lawyer. That is a flat-out lie. It's a scare tactic. If the woman's life is in danger, most, if not all, 
In fact, to my knowledge, all red states even allow, yes, abortion to save the mother's life. Now, if the doctor's going to fabricate that her life is being threatened, then you got a problem. So is he really accomplishing anything, or is he just trying to appease the abortionist because the first thing's out of his mouth the other day, I don't know anything I can do. Maybe he had an ice cream headache freeze or something. I don't know at the time. And, and the pretense, again, is that we're going to save lives with this. No, you're going to kill babies. Why are you so intent on killing babies? Also today, we're going to deal with the Biden continuing to blame anyone but himself for our oil and gas prices. And in the meantime, more evidence of oil we've been selling out of our U.S. strategic reserve to other countries, including China, one million barrels to a Chinese company that, looky, looky, Hunter Biden had ties to. And then also we have the National Education Association proposing a resolution that would change the word mother in contracts to birthing parent. It's wacko. It's wacko all the way around, but we're here to make common sense of it. Let your friends, your family, even your enemies know we're on the air. They're going to love it. Thank you for your support. You're making this program blow up all over via this signal and online. We are ready. Lock and low. Ready on the right. You are listening to Larry Connors, USA. I personally know at least three people who got sick from mold. It's not uncommon for homes, businesses to have a leak somewhere, and it doesn't take long for mold to start growing. Well, of course, I recommend Wellington Environmental. You don't want a company that's just going to clean up the water. Wellington has 34 years of experience. In fact, hospitals often have Wellington inspect and treat mold. Do what they do. Call 314-644-4930. 644-4930. Call Wellington for a mold inspection, air testing, professional remediation. 314-644-4930. 644-4930. rated with the Better Business Bureau. Wellington Environmental. Your world. Cleaner. Better. Safer. Be well with Wellington. I want you to know something special. John Beal Roofing constantly gives back to the community in so many ways, supporting more charities and good causes than any other local roofing company. Why? It's the right thing to do. Keep that in mind when you need a new roof, plus quality work at the lowest price, guaranteed. John Beal, 1-800-NEW-ROOF, 1-800-NEW-ROOF. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA.
Today, I'm authorizing the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months, over 180 million barrels for the strategic from the from the strategic petroleum reserve. This is a wartime bridge to increase oil supply until production ramps up later this year. And it is by far the largest release of our net of our national reserve in our history. Yeah, he finally got it out. Talk about letting all this release of oil from our strategic reserve. That is Joe Biden, of course, talking about how he was going to make it easier for you at the gas pump. We'll just take it out of our national reserve. We're now something down to maybe, I'm, I'm not sure, I'm trying to find the latest figures here. If you're watching right now at rumble.com, you can see i got a stack of papers here going through, and I can't find the exact numbers I want, and I don't want to quote numbers that might be wrong. But by the reserves he's tapped into to satisfy, and that's the point, to satisfy American consumers, to get their prices down, it's a fraction. It's going to be, you know, fractions of a cent over a gallon. And then, of course, stopping the federal tax for 90 days, which would end right before the November election, as if... I'm taking care of you. No, he's not. They still want you to suffer, and they're going to make sure you suffer one way or the other. But but it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little dance here, a little seltzer in the pants, whatever, that will make you happy, maybe. Let me give you the opinion. Now, of course, when I say all of that, you might think, Larry... What do you know about oil and everything? Well, I know a lot about oil. My dad was an oil-filled man from my early ages. We lived in West Texas, Permian Basin area mostly, Midland, Odessa, Pecos, Big Spring, all over that area. As he moved us to do new drilling and new fields. And out of every barrel of oil, you only get about 22 gallons of actual gas product. The rest goes for various things that you have in your home. Plastics, things of this nature. But the Green Deal pie-in-the-sky people will tell you, oh, well, we're going to stop all this fossil fuel between oil, gas, and coal because we won't need it in our new homes. They're, they're, and we won't need it for our electric cars, but they're forgetting about all the other parts like rubber for the tires, things of that nature. Well, maybe by then, maybe by then we'll be all on, moving on air, space-type cars. Who knows? But we're not now. And when I tell you that releasing from the reserve is really a ploy, let me give you another source for that. Let me go to someone that you cannot at all question his knowledge of oil. That would be the Liberty Oil CEO, Chris Wright. And uh, he had a question as he appeared on uh, Maria Bartiroma. But the question was, is it going to mean anything? Is it right for us to, dr to use the reserves? His answer? But do I think drawing oil from the SPR is a good idea today? No, because we're not its strategic petroleum reserve for a crisis or interruption of supply. 
We don't have that today. We may have that if Russia tries to, if Russia decides to amp up the, this sort of war of wits right now. But today we just have a tighter market. The answer for that is more production, more refining capacity, not draining of strategic reserve. But we are. But we're doing this to lower prices, to hopefully get votes come November. But this is why we want to risk use of of our strategic oil reserve. Let me remind you again that we're talking about this is a government complex of four different sites where we keep oil in strategic reserves, and they're deep underground storage caverns, salt domes along the Texas and Louisiana Gulf Coast. Uh, in 2008, prior to Hurricane Gustav coming ashore, 2008, the Special Petroleum Reserve had 707 million barrels, the highest level ever to that date. And thereafter that, and other hurricanes are reducing the level to 5.4 million barrels. Redu- reduce it by 5.4 million, not 2. We have authorized capacity right now at 714 million barrels. Our current level, if you're looking at what we're doing and what we have, where we have been using in the past when we legitimately used it, Trump had it filled all the way back up again, bought oil basically by something like about $30 a barrel, which is a very good price, and certainly compared to now, right? But when you look at all the exchanges and the oil we've taken out, and now we're going to do another? It's, it's not going to help us. And in fact, I'm telling it to you in a most polite fashion I can come up with. When I tell you strategic means strategic, it means strategic. I know. I know. Larry, you du- you're copying. You're duplicating yourself. I know. Because I want to drive home it's an issue of U.S. security when we talk about strategic. And here's where Tucker Carlson lays it on the line. Gas prices set records in this country as American citizens who are born here and vote and pay taxes cannot afford to fuel their own cars. The Biden administration is selling off our emergency oil reserves to China. That's not an indictable offense. It's certainly an impeachable one. And they should impeach him for that. Now, he just raised a question we're going to focus on in much more detail coming up as we move through the next two hours. But he is right. We've sold something like the Biden administration, something like one million barrels of it going to China. China? Oh, it's going to a Chinese company that Hunter Biden had affiliations with. Oh, we'll get into that in more detail for you later. But currently, I'm looking at some of the the latest numbers we have right now, and they're all over the board, but if I if I try to drill down, no pun intended, on how much oil reserve we have, if you're looking at how many years of oil are left in our reserve, if we don't tap it continually, 47 years, without any more drilling, without anything else at all like that, 47 years, in other words, around 2052. 
And again, another story says, oh, we have enough natural gas to get us 84 years. But we're not really doing the drilling right now. And we're not producing as much as we could and should because this administration's attitude, buying into the new green pie-in-the-sky proposal mandate, we know best AOC-type green energy crowd is we don't need your no stinking gas. We don't need your no stinking oil. We don't need nothing but wind and solar and electric cars. Don't don't bother asking them. Don't bother asking them where are you going to get the batteries for these electric cars? Because China is a prominent producer of that, prominent holder of cobalt which was another deal Hunter Biden was involved in to help the Chinese do that. And then, of course, we're continually getting complaints from the Biden administration. You know, we, we need our drilling companies out there. We need our oil companies. And the other day, Biden starts blaming the mom-and-pop service stations. They're charging too much. They're gouging. If you're driven down a road and you see the signs on either side, if they can undercut the other guy by a penny and a half or something, they're going to do it to try to get you to come over there. They're not going to make as much money on oil and gas that they never have. But they hope to get you inside the store and you'll buy other goodies and things, and that's where they're making their money now. And, of course, he's also accusing the oil companies of gouging. And accusing the oil companies of not investing enough in more drilling Riddle me this. Would you be willing to put your money into my bank account? Just put all your money into my bank account. Well, why would I do that, Larry? Well, because uh, I'm asking you to, because I tell you it's the right thing to do, that I can handle it for you. And you don't need a bank account. We don't need to use oil and gas in this country. We'll get it from other countries that do it in a dirtier process and more environmental damage the way they do it than we do. No, they, they're not going to put oil companies, they're not going to put their money into investing when we have various federal leases, offshore production, tightly constricted, constrained, if not entirely shut off, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline construction, not allowing it to be completed, and going now begging to different countries, uh, brother, can you spare some oil for us? And at the same time tapping into our reserve, one, to keep American consumers and voters happy, maybe, especially in the driving season coming up of the holidays, and two, selling it to other countries, including a Chinese company linked to Hunter Biden. And then they had the other issue. They want to blame, well, if the refineries would produce more. I don't know about you, but you can't just produce oil. you got to find it, 
You got to drill for it. You got to bring it out of the ground. You got to ship and transport it to the refinery by whatever means possible. And then you have to have a refinery capable of handling that particular fuel and creating what you want. And not all the refineries can handle all kinds of oil and gas that come in. They have to go to the different refineries. And this administration is also not between them and all the other green pie in the sky environmentalists. They don't want any more re- stinking refineries. So if you don't have the refineries, you can't do more. Again, I want to go back to a source for you. Not just my opinion. This is, again, the CEO of uh, Liberty Oil, Chris Wright, and the question about refineries. Well, we need more refining capacity in this U.S., but I'm I'm not that optimistic we'll get more refining capacity built. That's a multi-year, multi-billion dollar investment, and we don't have the investment climate in this country to do that today. At a minimum, we should have waivers on the Jones Act so we can move oil to the coast from the from, we, we can move oil from Houston, Louisiana to the coast easier. And we should have relaxation of blending requirements so we can increase the throughput through our refineries. All of these things could be done with a stroke of the pen. But this administration has chose to do nothing to increase the available supply of gasoline to do nothing to do nothing. But what Biden did with the stroke of the pen today is to try to appease abortionist. That story will be coming up as he signs in an executive order. Please stand by. Republican governors, extreme Republican state legislators, and Republican extremists in the Congress overall. All of them have not only fought to take away the right, our rights, but they're now determined to go as far as they can. Now the most extreme Republican governors and state legislators have taken the court's decision as a green light to impose some of the harshest and most restrictive laws seen in this country in a long time. These are the laws that not only put women's lives at risk, These are the laws that will cost lives. It will cost lives. That's Joe Biden doing, signing his executive order today and announcing that he's going to. It's his way to say we're going to do everything we can to protect Roe v. Wade as law of the land, even though it got struck down by the U.S. Supreme Court the other day. And the other day, when asked about it, uh, there's not really anything I can do. All that did not sit well with the abortionists. They went after him to the nail. So now he decided, okay, 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 okay. I'll sign the executive order. That'll do it. (laughs) The only executive order he signed that's had any real value is shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. And here he is talking about some of these extremist governors and states. How's, How's this for extreme? 
Whitmer, Governor Whitmer in Michigan, Democrat, has been wanting to declare in her state she wants to push for she said, however we personally feel about abortion, health, not politics, should drive important medical decisions, adding a woman must be able to make her own medical decisions. But it's not just affecting her. It's affecting the unborn. And she's pushing. How's this for extreme? She's pushing for human dismemberment to continue. DNCs. Not all abortions now are performed in that fashion. Some are chemical. Uh, some are taking various drugs that slowly kill the baby. If it's got a heartbeat, it's a baby. You can lie to yourself all you want. The other day, I ran into a woman. I'm trying to recall where it was. She had on a button. She's a nice, pleasant woman. I was talking to her, and I couldn't quite make out her button. It had little flowers or something on it, and so it's a nice button. And I was just looking at it, and then I realized it said, abortions for women and their rights. I thought about it. I did. I thought about challenging her right there on the spot and saying, you do know the reason you're able to wear that button. And she probably would have said, I'm, I'm fictionalizing here because it didn't happen at that point. She might have said, it's my right to wear the button, and I believe in it, and it's, a, it's the only thing that's right in the world. You know my answer, friends. No, if your mama had made that same decision, you wouldn't be standing here to wear that beautiful button that you like so much. Many states had trigger laws they put into effect immediately when the SCOTUS ruling came down. Some are being challenged in court. Some have already been overturned. And, of course, the challenges are going to continue. And now with Joe Biden signing this executive order, he hopes to increase pressure. And here's something else he made a point of today, and we'll get into it in more detail in the next hour. Republicans have no idea. They have no idea of the power of the women. Well, they're going to see it at the polls in November. Actually, let me add this point. I don't think Joe Biden and those for abortion at any point of a baby's life have the understanding and knowledge of the power of those who say no, not at any stage. Some restrictions, at least that you can't give birth to the baby and kill it in the process as it's being born, as some on the left would have you do. We'll get into it in more detail later. So, coming up, our economy is... Oh, it's just peachy keen. That's what the White House spokeswoman says. You can email Larry at LarryConnorsUSA at gmail.com. LarryConnorsUSA at gmail.com. Ackerman Toyota believes when you need service, you want genuine parts, certified mechanics, no hidden cost. You get all of that with Ackerman Toyota. Plus, if you're ready for a new car or pre-owned, see what Ackerman has on the lot. 
or what's coming. Ackerman Toyota, Hampton and Interstate 44. Ackerman Toyota for life. Well, since my baby left me, well, I found a new place to dwell. Well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. We have a plan. Here's the thing. We have a plan. Republicans do not have a plan. What they want to do is take away rights uh, from the American people. But do you think it's possible that your plan just is not popular with the American people right now? I don't think it's that our plan is not popular with the American people. We know that the American people are feeling... um, the high cost. We understand what they are feeling. Because because when you look at inflation, when we look at where we are economically, and we are in a strong, uh, we are stronger economically than we have been uh, in history. When you look at the unemployment numbers at 3.6%, uh, when you look at the jobs numbers, uh, more than 8.7 million of, of new jobs created, that is important. But we understand that Gas prices are high, and we understand that food costs are high, and that is because of a once-in-a-generation once pandemic and also Putin's war, and that's just the facts. That's just the facts. That is the White House spokeswoman speaking nonsense, reiterating the Biden White House line. Yes, we have filled 500,000 jobs per month, since coming out of COVID. That's because businesses are reopening. And yes, we lost a record number of jobs as COVID began to break open. And now it's they're coming back in many cases, but the numbers are actually down this time, around 300,000 jobs filled. And we still have jobs available. People just don't want to work because they're, they're counting on the government's going to send them another check at some point. And here she stands up there and tells everyone, oh, our plan's working. We have a plan. We have a plan, and it's working. Well, then riddle me this. Why are the polls so upside down that a lot of folks don't like the way it's working, and they don't believe you have anything that works? Latest poll, Democrats' approval of Biden dropping 24 points in 12 months. Rudderless, aimless, and hopeless are some of the terms being used. Now, I'll give you a breakout on that in just a moment. But before I do, since she's talking, she thinks to an audience that will believe her. 75% of black Americans say inflation very important for the midterms. 75%. I'd like to meet the 25% that are so well off they're not worried. Oh, that would be those like uh, Joy Reid, Whoopi Goldberg maybe, folks of that. They don't see any problem with the inflation going on. But this breakout of this poll, only 64% of Democrats approve of Joe Biden. Only 64%, and that's down 24 points in 12 months. That survey uh, taken by a civics polling group. That's a major drop of his base. And if 75% of black Americans are not happy with the way things are going, I would say your, uh, your plan, it ain't working. 
You can stand up there all day and say it is. And you can make all the excuses. Putin. COVID. Putin. 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 Banana Putin. Russian Putin. Congressman Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, asked by Maria Bartiroma in reference to all the blame that's being thrown around and where the blame should be. Is the Republicans' fault that we are looking at 40-year high inflation? Joe Biden is completely outrageous. They're engaging in fantasy economics. The idea that he would blame Vladimir Putin or blame the Republicans or blame, as he did uh, the last several days, uh, people who run convenience stores and actually uh, supply the gas to consumers. He, they're trying to shift the blame to everybody, Maria, but it's clearly his fault. It's his policies that have gotten us here. We we had high inflation yeah. before Putin invaded Ukraine, and even his gas tax holiday idea has been panned by top Democrats in Congress, so it's absurd. Even top Democrats in Congress realize that 18-cent uh, federal tax, that's 18-cent, maybe it's 16. I could be off a couple cents. If I am, then you're, you're either better off or worse off by two pennies. But what we are seeing is the backlash against this so-called great economic recovery plan and more on the horizon, according to the Biden administration. And that includes, of course, more taxes going after Small companies, mom and pops, and maybe have farmed their own little business. They, they are paying taxes. Maybe they farmed as an LLC. We're going to tax them more. Larry Cudlow says that that's really going to be a good answer. The last thing in the world we need is a tax increase on anybody, if you ask me, but especially small businesses. Um, we're heading into a recession, and uh, why would you want to raise taxes that would deepen a potential future recession. I mean, we're in the front end of recession. This whole package is a bad idea, in my judgment. I mean, I don't want a trillion dollars of new spending. I don't want a trillion dollars of new taxing. I don't want three or four hundred billion dollars of yet more Green New Deal, um, you know, investment uh, uh, tax credits for climate change. No, and no one else does either. And Larry Kudlow, obviously, is an economic expert. And a majority of those surveyed by Economist YouGov poll, a majority believe that we are currently in an economic recession. He says we're on the cusp and rolling into it. Some say, well, we're not quite there, but we could be, especially at this rate. But in this survey, 57% when asked, do you believe, do you believe the U.S. is currently in an economic recession 57% said yes. 19% said we don't think there is a recession. Another 24%, well, I don't know. How do you spell that word? I'm only kidding. Not saying they're not smart enough to know it. But here's the other issue. Again, it goes back to what we began with in this hour. And we're going to spend more time on it in the next hour because of the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden alleged non-business communications and connections. Joe Biden selling one million barrels out of our strategic oil reserve and selling it to China. Uh, 
And when I say one million, there are other numbers that say it's as high as five million. In other words, they're moving the numbers around because they know it's bringing on new heat. And from the oil-producing and gas-producing state of Louisiana, here's Republican Congressman Mike Johnson. No one can explain it. That headline is, is just should make every American irate. The Strategic Petroleum Reserve, of course, is there to protect our country in the event of an unse- unforeseeable event, like a terrorist attack, natural disaster, etc. It is not the personal energy slush fund of the president. And yet he's done it now. He's used it three times, drained it three times. Uh, to try to get himself out of the crisis that his own policies have created. Now, that's creating a new danger for us, because now the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is is drained. It's at about 30% of where it needs to be. They're not filling it back up. So no one can explain Not filling it back up. And no one can explain it. It makes no sense. As he said, we're about 30% below where we should be right now. Not because we have an emergency in this country. What we have is poor economic management. Oh, I stand corrected. I stand fully corrected. That is an emergency. The way this administration is running things, just as we said the other day, even some Democrat analysts are saying the White House is on fire, and I'm not sure the administration watches or knows it. They're just standing there watching it burn like the rest of us. They don't know what to do, don't know how to put it out. They started it, and they still are doing nothing. So, yeah, maybe we are in an emergency. But then also turning around and selling it, be it one, one million or five million barrels to China, there are a lot more questions around that scenario. And, again, it does nothing to help the U.S. taxpayer, your pocketbook, nor U.S. national security. And speaking of national security, our open border, which when that truckload of illegals was found with most of them dead, the Biden administration said, well, the border is closed. (laughs) It's not closed, and you know it's not closed. It's open and Now there's also a ruling on some Border Patrol agents that were accused of whipping, whipping Haitians as they came across the border. You thought that was resolved? Oh, no. No, no. Stand by. You can connect with Larry on Twitter at LarryConnorsUSA. The other day, some listeners saw me in Cafe Napoli, and one said, we see you here all the time. <laughs> I said, yes, you do. I am the Cafe Napoli ambassador. Truth is, I've been a Napoli customer for decades, when there was only the Clayton location, then Town & Country, now St. Charles. Trust me, you'll enjoy great food, drinks, service. Cafe Napoli, Clayton, Town & Country, Streets of St. Charles, and tell them the Cafe Napoli ambassador sent you.
This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA. Well, this story just being updated within the last uh, 20 minutes, according to the Washington Times. Border Patrol agents, I'm reading directly from their story. Border Patrol agents didn't whip or strike Haitian migrants last year. A lengthy internal affairs investigation concluded Friday, but some agents did use excessive force by positioning their horses in the Rio Grande to try to keep the migrants from reaching the U.S. Good. Who the hell writes that way? We, they need better writers. When, when I was teaching writing, and I did for years to broadcast students, said, write it as you would speak. That, that sends you, I had to take two breaths just to get through it. But let's get back to the facts of the story. Remember when these Haitians were coming across and a photographer was shooting pictures as the Haitians were trying to get across the border and onto U.S. soil and mounted border patrol agents were using the horses to move them back, keep them from coming. And they have long reins on those horses. They do slap them around to scare people away to keep them away from the horse so they won't spook the horse, get stepped on or kicked by the horse. It's basically to protect the persons coming near the horse, especially if it seems to be a chaotic situation, which this was. They were not carrying whips. It was officers using the reins of the horse. But the picture and the outcry, oh, my God, they're whipping Haitians coming across the border. You got all the leftist liberals and including especially black leaders. Look what they're doing to the poor black people from Haiti. They were not whipping them. So they have now been cleared of all criminal charges, finally. But, but it's not over. It's not over because they still want a pound of flesh from each of these agents, one way or the other. Four recommended to face disciplinary action over their use of force. Really? You're on a horse and you're using the horse trying to keep people back. That apparently was, you didn't use a horse to trample and run over them several times, just moving them back. Crowd control is what you'd call it normally. And another case, one apparently was using insulting language against the migrants. Now, I don't know what language he used. I don't know if it's insulting or oh, maybe he called one of the men a woman. And they want to be a man. It looked to be a man, but he thought it was a woman. Maybe that was it. I don't know what the insulting thing is. All of these cases still pending. That agent still on desk duty nearly 10 months after the incident. And, of course, you got many Democrats. They still want more. They want more things done. So the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol did send out disciplinary proposals for some of these agents anyway, some I just released to you. Remember Vice President Harris, who's supposedly the border czar? She weighed in immediately, and so did President Biden. As Biden told reporters, making a whipping motion with his hand to see people Treated like they did, horses barely running people over, people being strapped. It's outrageous. The guy that took the photograph said they weren't whipping anybody. 
they were not letting them come ashore. Yes, they were keeping them in the Rio Grande in the water where they could stand. They're not out there drowning, but not letting them come across the border at the time. See, you do anything to protect our border, protect the sovereignty of our nation, then you're apparently an evil, evil person. I would redefine evil as anyone, and this is speaking directly to President Biden and those around him, that have allowed our border to dissolve, evaporate. Hundreds of thousands coming in, and hundreds of thousands more coming in. Bringing the drug, fentanyl, and other things, child smuggling, some of them coming for a better life, but even those of Latino heritage living along the border, they don't want them to come in. They're going to come into their communities, cause havoc and chaos in some cases, or use up sources, resources available for them. The Hispanic vote is turning, and more and more are going to go Republican. Especially as Biden is trying to tell you, the Republicans don't understand the power of women when it comes to abortion. They're going to see it this November. What he's going to see this November is a larger number of Hispanics, Catholics, like he supposedly is, saying, we don't accept abortion. going to be a rude awakening for them. I certainly hope so. And make sure you vote. Do As much as I'm saying we're going to win and we'll have a red wave, I want you out there voting. Don't think the game is over yet. Then you got to move into the next two years. Coming up, more on Joe Biden and his decision on abortion. This is Larry Connors USA. Larry Connors USA.